Welcome back, y'all. It's been a little bit too long. We are so happy to be here. And today we're going to be talking about ya, todavía, and aún. They are three words that are very closely related. They kind of talk about similar type ideas, but uh, it can be a little bit complicated sometimes because it's another example of when direct translations don't always make the most sense, especially with things like prepositions. And I'm going to say words like this. It's the direct translations are a little bit, uh, maybe that's not the best way to think about it. Something else I want to point out really fast is I think it's easy to overlook just how, how much versatility you get when mastering words like yet, still, and even. The way I see it is it's like the gateway words for languages where if you want to be the type of person that tells legitimate anecdotes and stories in a foreign language, these are so vital. Um, so, okay, I'm going to start with the word ya. Uh, the basic translation of ya is already. And I'll give you, uh, this one is, I'd say it's pretty straightforward. I'm going to give you an example sentence. Um, so if you were asking your friend, ya has leído el libro, uh, that would mean, have you already read the book? You know, I'd say that's pretty straightforward. Um, and then I'm going to go to the negative form of ya. So if you say ya no, this is slightly more complicated. You can't use the... English translation, it doesn't really make sense if you say already not or already no. That doesn't really make sense. I would say it means not anymore is, is the best way to translate it into English. Um, so I'll give you the example. Ya no voy al gimnasio. That means I don't go to the gym anymore. That means I used to go to the gym, but I have, st I have since stopped that. So that shows an action that you used to do in the past and it was a repeated action and it is not happening anymore. So not anymore. So that's ya and ya now. Um, moving on, todavía. Todavía is the, the basic way to translate that would be still. Uh, so here again, an example sentence. Todavía asistes a la escuela. Do you still attend the school? Do you still go to that school? Would be asking another question. Um, and then let's bring this one into the negative also. This is going to be still not or not yet. If you say, todavía no comes carne, then you would be asking the person, do you still not eat meat? So I think about this as more or less the opposite of ya no. With ya no, it was repeated action in the past that does not happen anymore. And with todavía no, it was a repeated, it was an action that did not happen in the past. And you're asking if it still does not happen. So yeah, so if you still, if you did not used to eat meat, and then someone asks you, do you still not eat meat? It is asking if that action, or that lack of action rather, has continuation into the present moment. Anything you want to add to that, Andres? Uh, no, I think you covered it pretty well. Uh, I can give them two other examples. I have some sentences written down in case it helps to hear another one or two. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, ya he hablado con ella. That means I've already talked to her. And you could say, todavía no he hablado con ella. That means I still haven't talked to her. And this takes us into our third word. So, what word uh, are we talking about? It's aún. Uh, 
And mm-hmm. that's Aoun spelled with an accent mark above the U. So there's kind of a lot to unpack here. So the good news about Aoun is you can use it just like todavía. All right? So if I'm not mistaken, every time you say todavía, it would be grammatically acceptable to substitute it with Aoun. So this helps you out a lot. What does that mean? It means that it means yet and still, just like Mike explained. So the example I gave, todavía, no he hablado de ella. That means I still haven't talked to her. It would be just fine to say, aún no he hablado con ella. And another thing that you'll hear, because in Spanish, there seems to be a lot more flexibility in syntax, is repositioning the stills and the yets throughout the sentence. So it would be equally fine to say, no he hablado con ella, todavía, or aún at the end of the sentence. And it's the same. I still haven't talked to her. Um, yeah, so that's the negative, that's a negative example. Can I ask you, is there any difference between like the positive example and the, and the negative example with I won versus I won't know, or is that like... Oh, so fortunately, it's unlike ya, where it has a new meaning when we do the negative, it's just like todavía, and it stays the same. It's going to be still not. Okay, can I give my example? I just got a quick example written down here. Yeah. Just, uh, tienes la misma novia aún. Do you still have the, the same girlfriend? And then just like Andres is saying, you could take that aún, you can move it all around, play some games with it. I could say, aún tienes la misma novia? But again, Spanish syntax is definitely more open and more forgiving than English syntax. 100%. Okay, so that for the most part conquers aún with an accent mark. But there's another one that doesn't have the accent mark. and. Just so you guys know, technically speaking, one should be one syllable, the other should be two, right? You have a diphthong with A-U, and that would be aun, and the one with an accent would be aun. What does aun really mean? Generally, it's even, all right? So there's a rule in Spanish where if you can replace this word with incluso, and that means even as well, then you know that it's going to be the aun without an accent mark. So let me give you an example. Um, here. Aún cuando no entendías la diferencia entre aún y aún al principio, espero que vayas viendo sus usos distintos ahora. So I'm saying, even when you didn't understand the difference between these two aúns in the beginning, I hope slowly you're starting to pick up on them. Something I want to clear up for people, and this is where it really gets tricky because we try to translate in Spanish directly back into English, and aún um, with the accent mark can mean even as well. And I wish it wasn't the case, but there's some times where in English we say even more exciting, even more difficult, even more whatever. Um, and this, you're going to use the accented aún, and I'll give you an example. Este tema de ya, todavía, y aún, es aún más fácil de lo que me esperaba. So, this subject of ya, todavía, y aún is even easier than I was expecting. And that one is with the accent. Right. And that's because there's actually an antiquated version of this 
even in our very language. And I couldn't think of an example, but before the episode, you pointed out, Mike, that maybe in the South or something, people still drop this old version of still, right? So, like, you could say, man, every year I see her, she dances better still. Yeah, exactly. And that would be the equivalent of what? She dances even better yeah. every year, right? So that's what I got for you. I hope that you can now kind of see the two distinctions between Aun and Aun. I think, Andres, you got some more compound forms of Aun to share with us, yeah, don't you? Yeah, I was, I was looking. There's so many cool constructions that use Ya, Todavia, and Aun. So let me just hit you guys with a couple. You've got Yake. This is daily. This is like hourly, man. And oh, Yake. Oh, I use that all the time. That's like my favorite. Now, like now that this thing happened, they're like given because since since you're not coming anymore, well, that, I think it's a conjunction maybe or whatever, that transition is Yake. Yeah. Another one with Ya. Ya era hora. Ya era hora. So that's like, it's about time. I don't know if you guys are sarcastic. I like to be. Um, when your friend shows up a little bit late and he gives you an excuse, you're like, bruh, ya era hora. You know, like, um, the next one, ya decía yo. That's like another sarcastic expression. No wonder. Ya decía yo. We've got todavía uh, next, and this is where you use the construction todavía más or todavía menos. And that's, you'll say todavía más with an adjective. Um, or you could go mas adjective todavía. So if you wanted to say she's even more beautiful, you could say ella es más guapa todavía. Finally, there's aún, so even better, aún mejor, or even more so, más aún. Mm -hmm. um, for example, deberíamos comentar a ahorrar. Más aún sabiendo que queremos tener un hijo. So, like, we should start to save money. Even more so. Even more so, yep. want to have a kid. Exactly, yeah. Um, and then, well, I was going to ask you. Aún no, not yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I was just going to ask you about this one. Aún qué? You can think of it as even that, which is kind of like. Or even, even though. Though. Yeah, even though, yeah. Yeah, even though. And so if you say, aunque vengas, no voy a estar aquí. So even though you come here, I'm not going to be here. Well, well, that's, that to me, that's that's part of the confusion I'm, I'm saying. Cause I was, because I, I thought I thought. You use indicative or subjunctive afterwards. Well, that's what I'm saying. Because to me, it wouldn't be even, the, it would be only even though if you use indicative, because that's saying something that actually happens. But to me, if you use subjunctive, it would mean even, even. if, right? Yeah. But isn't that aun si? Or is that aun que? I see that's where the confusion comes from. You're something, man. This is, this is really great doubts, and I'm glad that I looked into this more because I would never say aun si, but aun si exists, and it's totally fine to say. You'd say indicative afterwards. But if you say aun que and intend to mean aun si because it's a future happening, then it employs sub subjunctive. So, like, even if you come here, aunque vengas, or aun si vienes, but that's just because C works that way. For some for some reason in Spanish, C being conditional still doesn't use subjunctive. It's a funny thing. Aun without accent, um, aun así. So even so, even then, it's like it's not worth your time to go to the library and study. You're gonna fail your test. And you go aun así, 
prefería intentar, ya que estoy pagando tanto para ir a la universidad. Oh, <laughs> even though, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would prefer to at least try. Oh, okay. That said, it's, it's kind of like I'm that said, yeah. Or, it's, it's like saying, despite that, or... In, there you go. Despite that, I like that, I like that. Um, I want to see is what we just talked about. It's even if. Uh -huh. And then, aun cuando, even when. And remember, if you want, this is just for those empollones, the little nerds out there that want to expand, expand their vocab. Well, you can always say incluso where aun goes, if there's no accent. So you can say incluso si, incluso cuando. Okay, so before we let you guys off the hook, I promise to uh, make this worth your while. Let's do a quiz. <laughs> I'm not going to charge you, okay? So... I want you to tell me whether or not this is aún with an accent or without. All right. So given what you just learned, you'll be able to do it. Number one. Mm. En pañales leyó su primer libro. Mm. En pañales leyó su primer libro. We'll put them in the show notes probably too. Quiz question number two to check your comprehension, folks. We got, ha crecido mucho desde la última vez que lo he, que lo he visto. Y parece que sigue creciendo. Mm. Fill it in. Number three. Blank. Arriesgo de quedar mal. Voy a expresar mi opinión al respecto. All right. That's what you guys get. So, best luck. Best <laughs> lesson something. That's it for us. And like Mike said, super appreciative to be able to bring you guys these differences because beforehand, uh, I thought I knew them and it turns out that there was still some cobwebs and things that needed to be brushed off. So we appreciate it. Hope you enjoyed the lesson just as much. Talk to you guys next week. Heck yeah. Pasta y huevos, y'all.